Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. for <laughs> live broadcast but uh, welcome 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 here to Breakthrough City Church welcome for those who are joining us uh, uh, trying to compose myself a bit so Amazing thing is, uh, Jehovah sneaky snuck on me up on me again this morning. So, uh, but he knew we we're going to do live broadcast. So, uh, wherever you are, welcome, welcome. I saw some people getting on early on. Uh, I had a bit of a camera thing earlier on, so uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, so, uh, excuse me as well, it's, uh, it's, uh, just, uh, enjoying the Father, and it is Father's Day. So my heart, and I trust the Holy Spirit is going to come minister to each one of you this day, um, wherever you're watching from. I think I actually saw quickly, uh, some, uh Chloe jumping on early on. Welcome from far away. May the Holy Spirit just come to minister to you and your family. And uh, it's an amazing day and a wonderful day. Well, uh, uh, we celebrate Father's Day. but uh, And for those who don't have their fathers around, their earthly fathers, or never got to know their earthly fathers, well, you know, there's a Father in Heaven being revealed by Jesus. And... This morning I'm going to try to share a word, so if you're going to bear with me, um, I'm going to try to share a word in that, but I just feel um, that Jehovah Sneaky will just sneak up on you this morning as well, and uh, wherever you are, that um, whether you're with family or you're alone, um, my heart's desired expectation is that you would really just uh, encounter a Heavenly Father, so... Thank you for all the messages that I've been receiving. Thank you for the messages, uh, for the messages that uh, you guys have uh, posted and sent to me as well. Thank you. Uh, um, I'm firstly honoured just to be a, a father of of uh, a daughter, uh, my only daughter, but also a father to those um, which. Uh, are walking in that relationship also with me but most of all um, you know it's I want to say that uh, all this means nothing unless we truly live from the Father's presence and uh, because he's the only one that can make us whole and fill us all in all so if you're broken today and you feel alone I want to encourage you and tell you you're never alone uh, I want to share a scripture with you I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and share something with you today so just bear with me um, uh, 
if my eyes look a bit bigger or smaller, well, that's because uh, there's a place in His presence that you and I get restored and healed and delivered. And uh, it's a place which He's called us to live in daily. And for eternity, we'll live in His presence. And I want to encourage you, um, we, we're not first called to ministry. We're not first called to change the world. We're first called to a place um, in the Father's heart. We call to that place just to experience the Father of heaven and earth, the Father of all creation, uh, the one that designed you and me, the one that in intimately knitted us together in our, in our mother's womb. So... Um, um, may the Father, may something open up a revelation of the Father this morning, but most of all, that it will not be a, a cerebral or a, a, a something in your uh, a thinking, but that you'll actually experience just the presence of God wherever you are. And I just feel the Holy Spirit is right now, just ministering to people right now. Um, those who are, maybe you're single, you don't have a husband anymore. God's ministering to you, whether you are uh, never been married before. The Father is ministering to you. Those whose parents have gone on to be with the Lord, <clears throat> the Father is ministering to you. Um, and uh, those whose parents are still alive and yet we disconnected in some way in that. I just really believe the Father wants to reveal His heart to you this morning. So I'm going to just share a scripture in that and, and I'll, I'll try again. Um, I'll try to keep the time somehow, but let's just see what the Lord wants to do. Um, I'm going to read a scripture and part of the song that you I, I let keep on playing and that's for a few reasons because the one I wouldn't been able to speak um, and uh, there's a scripture here in Psalm 84 Psalm 84 verse 10 amazing scripture it says here for a day in your, in your courts is better than a thousand I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness um, you know what, there, there's uh, the house of the Lord, that's, that's where the presence, this is in the Old Testament, used to dwell in them. And now His presence dwells in us. But for a lot of us as Christians, we, we're so detached because of our detached father relationships. Um, and uh, what we're longing for is only the one and only our Heavenly Father. And, and I've, I've shared a lot about this, how... Jesus came to reveal the Father. And uh, uh, if, if you want to see the Father, you, you see Jesus. And, you know, there's a lot of things happening in the world right now at the moment. There's a lot of political things, a lot of religious things. There's a lot of doom and gloom, a lot of challenges. But I want to tell you something. That, 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 that your desire, my desire, that it will be just for the Father's heart. We, we, you know, just I was experiencing this morning... Nothing can satisfy your and my heart, my flesh, my bones, my every part of me longs for more of Him. Why? Because we've been created in His image. And we've been created to long for Him. And Jesus came and he was, Jesus was sent to this orphan world to reveal the Father's heart. And, you know, a lot of us are trying to um, solve uh, things in the world through... Uh, through uh, more cursing our, our, our leaders and cursing the governments and, and, and I'm speaking regarding the church now 
where there's more negative things that, that have been said. And, and yet Jesus came to reveal a way of, of walking and revealing the Father. And um, um, the Father is, 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 we're able to touch and experience the Father because Jesus revealed Him. And there's, there's, there's something I want to share this morning um, just regarding this, is that um, I, I, I want to just share, if I can give you a title, if I can give you one, but I would just say, uh, the Father of Impossibilities. Father of impossibilities. And so many of us are living in situations where things seem impossible. We look to the future and things seem impossible. Impossible. We look to the present and things seem impossible. And uh, God wants the church, and I really believe, to reveal the Father in, in such a way now. I believe we're walking in the times, the church, right now on earth, that where Jesus came to specifically, came to save the world. But in doing so, He revealed the Father. And some of us are running after salvation instead, instead of after the Father. And um, because being saved is not just it. It is about a restoration in that relationship we can have with our Heavenly Father. And um, for a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of places in, in the world and that, the Father uh, is not being revealed. And um, may you have an encounter with the living God. May you have an encounter with, with the Father that His presence will be so real to you. That your flesh will so long for Him. That you'll only be satisfied because of Him. That you'll only be satisfied because of His presence. Because of His love. You know, um, I've shared a lot on this recently and um, I'm just running a bit around. I'll try to get into this. But, you know how, you know, G you know, Jesus reveals the Father. We know with the woman caught in adultery, she's supposed to be stoned because that was the law. And yet Jesus comes and He doesn't cast the stone at, at the, 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 the woman caught in adultery. He, you know, He goes and he, he restores. The Father restores the daughter. And that's such an amazing example Jesus sets of revealing the Father that a father-daughter relationship is, is so restored. And I want to tell you, she was restored and healed there. And, and a lot of us are, are, are looking for something far away. And yet Jesus came and he showed, I want, to, I want you to experience this. I don't just want you to read this in the Bible. I want you to experience the heart of the Father. I want you to experience His presence. Um, so, this morning, I, I just want to break something open in that chat. And, and like I said, you know, uh, I just want to jump straight into Matthew chapter um, 11. Matthew chapter 11. And uh, Matthew chapter 11, we see this, this story here. It's quite amazing. Verse uh, 20 and 21. Matthew 11, 20, 20, 20 and verse 21. It says here, then he began to rebuke the cities in which most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. Verse 21 of Matthew 11, it says, Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. Um, I want to tell you something, you know, we, we, the only way that cities are going to repent and turn is when they start to see the signs and wonders. Just hear me right. 
people are tired of religious gatherings. Because when people leave, they're not changed. But God has come, and, and when we experience and encounter Him, he, he's, he's commanded us to go out and to continue changing through, through miracles, signs and wonders that we can start revealing how we're going to influence the different mountains of whether it's of government, of, uh, of education, of health, of sciences, of media, uh, of, of the religious, how is where, where the signs and wonders are start to be revealed. Yet, yet Jesus, he says, how, you know, how's it with the cities? If, if they had just seen the works that were done through miracle signs and wonders happening in the cities, that the people would have repented. All right? Let me just go a bit further in here. Um, the thing is, you know, as the church, many times due to an absence of, of solutions, we start cursing the government and the, and the leaders. We, because we don't sit with, with, with solutions that God wants us to have. God has put us in the church to bring about solutions and change. Not um, these, these holy clubs and gatherings. But he's, He wants us, as we meet together, that we'll transform because of His presence. And when we go out, that we transform places because we take His presence into the place. Now remember this, I want to say again. We're there to demonstrate His power. But if we reveal His power without His love, then... That sign never points to the Father's heart. And Jesus died for God so loved the world. He loved the world. He loved you and me. So when we reveal God's heart and power, it is done through love. Always remember that because the nature of God is love. Alright, so sometimes um, I've seen, you know, unfortunately many times, whether whatever, prophetic, apostolic guys, whatever, we run in us, wow, power, I'm the man. And, that, and I'm saying, you know what? If you're not revealing the heart of the Father and you're demonstrating power, then run. Because the nature of the Father is love. And that's why Jesus came. And yet Jesus says, He says, Woe to these cities, because the Father's been revealed. How much more if the Father's love revealed in signs and wonders is not uh, 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 that the city doesn't repent? How will they repent? So the thing is here is that God has given us an assignment. And he's given us assignment to represent his heart well to people. All right, we've been called as a church, we've been called as as, as men and women of God to to bring about transformation. And um, with the in, with the absence of power, what's happening is that we tend to point fingers and curse. So when we when we're not demonstrating things in power, we tend to point fingers. All right, and and uh, you know this is all over the media. This is all everywhere. You know, it's like you know this one's not doing the right thing, that type of thing. So, um, and that's not reacting out of love. We need to react from the Father, not to circumstances. So, I want to read a few more verses here in Matthew. We'll just go to the next chapter, Matthew chapter twelve, Matthew chapter twelve, verse ten. I'm gonna skip a few verses. Matthew chapter twelve, verse ten. It says here. And behold, there was a man who had a withered hand, and they asked him, saying, um, who had a, yeah, uh, and they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath that they might accuse him? Alright, that's verse 10. Verse 13. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand, and he stretched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. Verse 14. Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him. How they might destroy him. It's, it's actually quite shocking to think. They see the sign and the wonder. They see the miracle in front of them. And they walk out to go plot to kill Jesus. 
verse 15. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew from there, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. All were healed. Not a few. All of them were healed that came to Jesus. This is where it says in the Bible. Right? What's the Father's will? Everyone gets healed. Everyone who came to Jesus got healed. Why do people not get healed that we pray for sometimes? I don't know. But I have to sort that out in my secret place, which I'll touch on just now. So, <clears throat> the scripture says, Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered, saying, Teacher, in verse 38, We want a sign. Teacher, we want a sign. Look at verse 38, Matthew 12, 38. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered, saying, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. They've been seeing all these miracles, all these signs, all these wonders. And in verse 38, it comes and they say, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. You know, we need to understand that the Pharisees represented the law. Alright? They did not represent the Father. That's what they represented, the law. And that's what the religious spirit does, even in church. Is that if, if, if you don't live morally right, if you don't, I'm not saying live morally wrong. But it goes about all the do's and don'ts. And that's what religion does. Do this, do this, don't do that, don't do that. And yes, the Pharisees, because they lived and they represented the law, that's why they had to, 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 to um, function from that. And the law only doesn't bring grace, it brings death. Alright? So, the Pharisees, we see how they live. So, wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, the Bible says, there is liberty. Alright? There is freedom. Wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Jesus responds... To this crazy request from the Pharisees. He responds and he basically says, um, you know, people do not matter uh, to the Pharisees at all. What, what mattered to the Pharisees was the rules. You know, they, they, they didn't matter. People never meant anything. And that's why Jesus came. He came, he, Jesus is not scared of sin. He came to take away the sin of the world. Alright, so the Pharisees were more uh, interested in their positions of power. Right, verse 39, it says here, Matthew 12, 39, it says, But he answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet of Jonah. Now, you can read on, we won't get there today, and about Jonah and what happened in the cities there, you, you can read further on there. But the thing is this, is that, um, this verse many times about uh, signs and wonders people, even Christians use this to say that uh, there mustn't be any signs and wonders I wonder where that spirit came from alright, we don't understand the context of this, alright so, and people say, Yo, um, you know, why do we have to see healings and miracles, yeah it says that Jesus says we're not after rain going after signs so, the thing is this, always remember this, is that the sign uh, signs and wonders always point to a greater reality. So, a sign and a wonder always points to a greater reality. So, if there is a door over here, and there's a sign that says exit, you don't walk through the sign. The sign always points to something greater. Isn't that so? So, when we have signs and wonders, it always points to something greater. Yes, the door. This is where you go through. It is a sign that points to something greater. Right? And the, the only people that get bored of um, miracles are those who actually don't want to um, 
follow the person that the sign is pointing to. So people who get bored with miracles, healing, signs and wonders, they, they, they get bored because they, they want the power, but they don't want to know the one that it points to. Amen? So, the Word of God says that when we preach the Word of God, when we demonstrate it through our lives, that these miracle signs and wonders will follow those who preach the Word. And when we don't have these signs following, then I wonder if we're preaching the Word or if we're just referring to Scripture. Because what does it mean? It means that this Word has come alive inside me. It is not scriptures that I recite out of memory. It is a life inside me. The life of Christ that has been formed in me. And because of this, we become followers of Christ, disciples of Christ, because we walk like Him, we talk like Him. Amen? So, the spirit of the resurrected Christ, you and I need to realize is that the spirit of, of Christ lives inside me. He lives inside of you. And... I need to be able to demonstrate the resurrected life of Christ in me. Guys, do you hear what I'm saying? I, 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 I sometimes question where people say they're born again. They go to renewal churches. But I sometimes question if I, just hear me right, if I'm not seeing the resurrected life in them. Because I, there's, there's other faiths, people of other faiths that I've met that have wonderful moral ways of living. But there's no power in their lives. Are you with me? So this is so important. I, 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 want, I, I want to say God gives us a tool that how cities are transformed. What he was saying there, that, that what I, I referred to Matthew 11, verse 20 and 21, that these cities would have repented if they had seen the works that were done, the miracles and the healings that Jesus done, they would have repented. Do you realize that? We, we are sitting with tools for cities to turn when they see that God is coming, not through what we preach, but through what we demonstrate. So everything, or every time uh, in the Bible, when we read, and this is the thing that challenges me, um, that challenges all of us. But the thing is, every time we read in the Bible, have a look throughout from Old Testament, New Testament, and we see this verse that I will be with you. Okay? And... Uh, Every time God says, I will be with you, have a look at it. God is actually saying that I will be with you and it is in times where things are impossible. Alright? It's an assignment God gives to you and me. And it's an impossible assignment. And this is what God's called us to. He's called us to, to, to reveal the Father. How do we reveal the Father? Well, if we don't sit with the solution and bring the solution and demonstrate it in power, how is the Father revealed? Being very nice morally, and did you understand? There's a place for that, but it supports what I'm walking in and demonstrating. Okay, so I will be with you. The Lord says, I'm going to be with you, folk. I'm going to be with you, Shaul. And then he takes you and me into impossible situations. And what I just feel, you know, a lot of us are facing impossible situations right now. Um, you know, whatever it might be right now, um, you might have lost things in business. You don't have the finances. You, you don't know about the future in that. 
But if you're in an impossible situation, I want to tell you that the Father wants to reveal Himself because God has called us to, in, to live in an impossible situations. And then He says, I will be with you. Alright, if you can walk away today just with God, you will be with me. This seems impossible. And God says, I will be with you. That is the heart of the Father speaking. I will be with you. In Acts chapter 10 verse 38 says the following. Acts chapter 10 verse 38 it says. He went about doing good. Healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Alright. God is with you. God is with me in this day. Tomorrow and forever. He's with you. He's with me. That's why even earlier on. Even when I was playing that song, and um, some of you heard it, if you haven't, just go listen to it at the, at the beginning of this tape. But, you know, um, God has to be real um, to you and me. And, and like I said, you know, um, since it's Father's Day, you know, Father God, He just snuck up on me. And, you know, there I was in tears and whatever from earlier this morning. And uh, even just before we started. Um, because He said... To you and me, I'm with you. Jesus says yeah, in Acts chapter 10 that, that Jesus went and did good. He healed. He restored. He delivered. Why? Because God was with him. God is with you in your situation right now. Some of us don't know what's happening tomorrow. Some of us don't know what's going to happen by the end of the month. And God's saying, I'm with you. I'm a good, good father. For a lot of us, we actually don't have faith for the steps that are lying there tomorrow, next week, or in a year, or in a month, or a week. It's because some of us don't really have this great perspective of our Heavenly Father. And I really believe, prophetically, um, we are going to see the Father revealed on earth. I've repeated myself this morning, and I'll say it again. I repeated myself a few weeks ago. I believe the Father, our Heavenly Father, is going to be revealed on earth. In these coming days, like we've never ever seen before. Jesus represented the explicit image of the Father. But there's a revelation coming to this earth, I believe, of our Heavenly Father like never before. And, and, and the, one of the most uh, amazing characteristics, and this was the thing God had to do in my own life, um, even though I had an amazing Father, amazing fa- earthly Father, is the absolute goodness of our Heavenly Father. God is only good. God is only good. And a lot of us, from our wrong perspective, our glasses, we're looking through, we don't actually think the Father is actually good because we had bad experiences. But the Word of God says He's only good. That is His nature. He cannot be something else that He's not. You with me? All right. So, um, yeah, what happens is that uh, where, where, where God says uh, in Acts chapter 10, and God was with him. So the manifestation of God upon his people is always connected to the impossible assignment. God's called us to live on this earth it's like, and, and fulfill what is to, to see this world transform like it is in heaven on earth. It's an impossible assignment. 
And if you and I don't know how to walk in the places of impossibilities, that's why, I mean, when I look at the miracle signs and wonders happening all around us, I mean, you know, I'll speak to someone now recently about, you know, encounter nights, and they were just saying, you know, and they actually posted it there. Um, you know, the person, they said, my hands were full of oil. And we see these signs. These are signs. We don't run after them. We run after Him. But the signs bring you to the encounter. And they said, my hands were full of oil while broadcasting like we're doing right now. And I want to tell you something. People are encountering God. And we owe the world this encounter. We cannot just be religious all the time. Alright, there's a place for giving food, which we're doing everywhere at the moment. And we're giving food to people. But I want to tell you something. Some people are stuck by getting a meal now, but they're still stuck in their way and their walk. And they need a supernatural power encounter to bring them out of a lifestyle of, of breakdown. You with me? So there's a place of feeding, but we need to take people further than just give them food. Alright. Good, I hope you understand that. I have shared a bit on this before. Right, so Matthew 12, verse 39, Matthew 12, verse 39 says, But he uh, answered, uh, so, but he answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to all except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Alright, so um, an adulterous Generation seeks a sign. Okay, this is the thing about, remember what I said, this is the Pharisees that, and this group of people, and they wanted power for entertainment. That's why they wanted power. They wanted power for entertainment. Why? Because they wanted to reaffirm their position and place of power over the people. That's why Jesus was referring to this here. Okay, so... God, you know, is, 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 this is the thing. Sometimes I, I would have pulled my hair out, although it is getting less. But God is famous for requiring us to actually to do something which is impossible. You know, He, he requires us to do the impossible things. And, and church and Breakthrough City Church and those people and, and our Swiss family uh, and, and other people that are watching across the world. You know what? We, we want to see you empowered to walk in impossibilities. If you've never prayed and seen healings, if you haven't walked in the supernatural, how will you actually, how are you going to trust God for the impossibility? So we, we come into impossible situations, whether it's a financial things, whatever. But now the same God who healed that person yesterday, we can't trust Him to heal our finances. Are you with me? So the more we get to understand our, the Father heart that, that God has put us and, and He's put us in impossible situations to actually see heaven break out here. And that comes about where you and I are not connected to religion or a, a club of religious people, but where we actually experience and encounter our Heavenly Father. We encounter His presence. So the presence of God is so important because that's Him. That's Him. Alright? So... So God requires us to do impossible, something impossible. Now, let me just give you two examples. For example, um, you know, He requires us to do something impossible, like God says in the Bible, be perfect as I am perfect. Did you hear that? The scripture says, you and I need to be perfect as He's perfect. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I'm perfect. Oh my goodness. No, I thought the wrong thing. I said the wrong thing. Do you understand? He requires us. To do the impossible. Um, Jesus said, heal the sick. 
And He doesn't ask us to pray for the sick. He commands us to pray for the sick. It's impossible. But God, our Father, is famous for that. Alright? So, why would God command me to do something I cannot do? Hey? Have you thought about it? Why would God command us to do things we couldn't do? Because He is with us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But some of us have, are, are, are still, and, and many times in the church, and I think this breaks my heart, is that there's many times in the church that, there's, that people have given their lives to Jesus, but actually still live with the understanding and mentality of an orphan. And, and this is where the enemy has kept people actually as captives, even though Jesus has taken them out of prison. Amen? So we need to... God wants to give you that breakthrough this morning. So don't feel hopeless. God wants to give you that breakthrough. And that you would just experience the heart of the Father this morning. Alright? So God is constantly putting us through and in situations. And, and, and basically learning to trust Him at different levels. So we are constantly... You might be in a situation... I know all of us are in situations. Not maybe. All of us are in situations right now where... It's like, Lord, I don't know how this is going to work out. I, 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 I just don't know how. And it's like, God wants us to trust Him because He wants to take us to a higher level of trust in Him. Amen? I mean, guys, how many times, you know, there's, you know, I look, I look at the life of Jonah. He lost everything. I look at, you know, I tell my daughter, you know, I was chatting to her in the week and I said, my love, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, we must just have this and this and all these, the, the material things. And God wants to bless us. For sure He does. He blesses us for purpose. He prospers us for purpose. But not just to sit and, and just grow bigger and, and feather our own beds. No, He blesses us to become a blessing. That was the New Testament church. The Bible says that Jesus didn't even have a, a pillow to lay His head down. There was times, I mean, do you realize that? The King of Kings, God Himself. Other apostles, what they went through. And, and, and it's like... For some reason, there's this 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 um, type of sugar-coated gospel that's gone out that everything must go right with you and me. Guess what? Bad things happen to good people. Alright? We, we, we put into impossible situations. Well, there's Daniel. Uh, there's the inner lions den. Okay, we're with lions. Any of you been with lions lately? There's Joseph. Chucked in the pit. Left for dead. You, are, you, are you getting what I'm saying? You know, we're going to go through challenging times. But that will never lose the focus and this absolute hunger in our hearts that the only one who can satisfy is not the things of this world, but only Him. Only the Father can satisfy us. That's why David, David was king. But he knew inside him what he longed for most was not any other kingdoms, was nothing else but to dwell in the house of the Lord, where the presence of God was, because that's the only thing that can satisfy you. So, there's a statement that I heard uh, Bill Johnson said. He said, the further you go with Jesus, um, the less you can take with you. Alright? The further you go with Jesus, the less you can take with you. And that is the things of yourself. So, what do you need to lay off in this day? Is it fear? Is it rejection? Is it loneliness? Loneliness is not uh, 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 not being with someone. It's, a, it's an emotional condition. Because some people are married and they're lonely. So, um, 
no matter your circumstances, that the more and the further you go with Jesus, um, the less you can take with you. Alright? So, what God is doing, He invites us to go further with Him. We've been invited to go to the impossible situations. And some of us are thinking, oh my goodness, these storms are mean. And God doesn't create the storm because He cursed the storm. Okay, so God didn't create the storm. You curse the storm, else will be contradicting things. God doesn't create the storms, but we go through storms. Alright? This side of eternity, this is what we're going through. Okay? And uh, my responsibility, what's my responsibility? Um, listen to me. Listen carefully. My responsibility and your responsibility is not to go to heaven. It is to bring heaven here. Are you with me? Your my responsibility is not to go to heaven. Your my responsibility is to bring heaven here. It is his responsibility, alright, to get me to heaven. Are you with me? It is his responsibility to get me to heaven. It's not my responsibility. You know I made a decision to receive Christ as our Savior. It is not our responsibility to get to heaven. It's his responsibility. But you and I need to bring heaven here on earth as it is in heaven. Alright? You got that? So, um, what, until, until then, until we go over and step over in, into, into glory, and until, until that happens, it is your and my responsibility to pull his dominion to reality, to bring it down. Um, into into broken situations on this earth. Just understand, when Jesus, before he went to heaven, he said, he said, Father, you have prepared for me a body. Okay? We are the physical or the spiritual body of Christ here on earth, the church. Right? So as the church, the spiritual body, we are yet to do what Jesus did and to bring what is in heaven to establish it here. That's your my responsibility. Alright, it's not our responsibility. It's he will take us. There will be a day we will step over, alright? Okay. So until then, it's my responsibility. We need to pull that dominion dominion yeah on earth as it is in heaven. So what does it mean to seek first the kingdom of God? Well, to seek first the kingdom of God, um, it is not always about a prayer to go to heaven. Seeking first the kingdom of God is not about a prayer to go to heaven. It is about um it is, it is about the kingdom. How does the kingdom look? I mean, um, seek first the kingdom of God. How does the kingdom look? Well, if, if someone is, 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 is got a broken leg or something wrong, how does seek first the kingdom? Well, I'll pray for that person with the broken leg, the short leg, the deaf person. And when the kingdom touches, when they get healed, the kingdom of God has come. Seek first the kingdom of God. I start to see it in a practical way. Alright? So... The kingdom of God always has a practical expression. And this was a thing in my own life because I thought, you know, the more you know about the, the New Testament church and the blueprints and whatever, the more you, 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 you put yourself on your own pedestal. But I want to say Jesus demonstrated more than he actually knew. Alright? Because if he had to reveal, we'll be totally blown out of here to get the revelation of who he is. So, he demonstrated more things than what he actually knew. But he revealed the Father. Okay. So, 
The kingdom always is a practical expression. So the presence and the power always changes um, adverse situations that we're stuck in. The presence and the power of God always changes the circumstances that we get stuck into. So Jesus came to the earth and um, when Jesus came to the earth, he was commissioned by the Father uh, when he came to the earth. And uh, he came with an assignment what was the assignment of Jesus when he came to earth? He came to the earth to destroy the works of the evil one. So Jesus came to destroy the works of the evil one. He came to set a model for you and I to do. All right. He, it was given to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. They didn't rule and reign and have dominion as they should have. And to expand the kingdom of God on earth. So the last Adam, Jesus, comes and he shows this is how it's going to be done and must be done. All right. So Jesus... What did Jesus do? Jesus took, he took my place uh, in penalty, alright? He took your my place in penalty on the cross so that I could take his place in the victory. Jesus took this penalty that you and I had come in our way on the cross and we've gone and we've taken his victory. He's given us a victory. Alright, but most important thing is that Jesus came to reveal the Father. He died for us, but he, the most important thing, he came to reveal the Father. That's, that's, that's what you and I need to understand. So Jesus reveals the Father, and he reveals the Father to an orphan world, the, the world that is longing for a Father. And he reveals the Father to the orphan world. And Jesus says, as he comes, Jesus then says, as the Father sent me, I now also send you. So if Jesus revealed the Father, and Jesus says, now I commission you to reveal the Father. That's what he's doing, is that when we are sent, we are commissioned to do what? Reveal the Father. Alright? So if we're sitting with the wrong perspectives of, with the orphan mentality, then we're not revealing the Father. Okay. So what's the assignment for you and me? Your and my assignment is to reveal the Father. Okay, it is to show what the Father is like. So the Father, God of heaven and earth, of everything, He has the solutions to the world's problems. Governments don't. Uh, the, the scientists don't. The, the, the medical institutions don't. They, they, it, is the, it is the leaven of the kingdom, the influence that we have, that brings influence to bring about change in these different domains. Are you with me? Alright, so um, Jesus said, the Son of Man can do nothing of Himself. Guess what? You and I cannot do anything of ourselves. The more and more I realize it, that I walk with the Lord, the less I can do. So guess what? Jesus was dependent totally on the Father. You and I need to be totally dependent on the Father. Now listen, hear me right. Jesus says, better that I go to the Father, because the Father will send the promise of the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes, you will receive power from on high. Now I want to tell you this is that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. Alright? They are three individual uh, people that are one. Okay? Father, Son, Holy Spirit is God. Um, sometimes when we take a knock and we have a wrong, uh, almost experience of not having a healthy uh, physical father, have a look. Some people gravitate either to the rule, just the religious side, or they gravitate now, it's just the Holy Spirit. Just the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will reveal the Father. The Holy Spirit will reveal Jesus. 
So now suddenly Holy Spirit's everything, but they don't have a... You know, and, and this is the thing is, if we don't know the Father, then we don't actually represent what the Holy Spirit wants to do either, accurately. We don't represent what Jesus came to do and wants to do. So it's so important that, that we know that the Father is glorified. The Father is revealed in whatever we do. Even though the Holy Spirit is working through you and me on earth, the Father is glorified. Amen. Jesus is glorified because Jesus revealed the Father. The three are one. All right. So, um, when we're willing to do something for the Lord, that is what qualifies the unqualified. So, if you're willing to do something for the Lord, that's what qualifies you and me. You know, with oh, Moses, oh, I stutter. Well, that's what qualifies me. That's what qualifies you. You might feel, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what I'm doing. I shouldn't be busy with this. I want to say, tell you that's what qualifies you. is being unqualified. Alright. So there's times. Um, you know that we might not see breakthroughs. There's times that we might not see breakthroughs in, in healing. There's times that we might not see breakthrough in, in for instance with business situations. And we think oh Lord what now have you left me? Anyone experience like that Lord. I don't know how to pay those things. And, oh, Lord I, I don't know what about this. And then you feel the Lord has left you. No he's never left you. He provided the 10 rand that you needed long ago. What if, now you need 10,000 rand or uh, millions of rand. God is taking you and me on a journey. Every time we encounter something, He wants to take us to a higher level. And that is what you and I need to, to believe. God has never left us and He will never leave us. The devil will get you to believe through your bad experiences that, no, God's not going to pitch up here. Yes, He will. Because every situation is a greater breakthrough for you and me. Alright? And the Father is being revealed through it. And the Father gets glorified because of it. Alright. So, um, sometimes I don't get the breakthrough uh, in the healings. I mean, you know, we pray for people they get healed. I mean, I, I, we had an incident, um, uh, a, a bit of a breakthrough the other day. When it got so cold, yeah, when was it last Sunday? Yeah, last Sunday. And um, actually, just after our meeting, live meeting, in that, uh, not long after that, one of our water holder, holders or geezers burst in our house. It burst next door as well. We canvas and them stay. So we had breakthroughs and overflow everywhere. Ours was in our main bedroom. Candice and them was in three different rooms. So um, the thing is this. Does things happen? Things do happen. Things do happen. But I had a, the plumber who only arrived the evening and finished fixing our stuff at um, uh, 8.30 the evening, on last Sunday evening. And when he arrived, I saw him like limping in that. And there were so many things, burst pipes a day because it was very cold here in South Africa. And um, and he came and I thought, oh my goodness, how's this guy going to finish his work? He said, I don't know if I can actually do this or get in the roof. Because he had to get in the ladder in the roof and he's limping. And I thought, oh Jesus. And he was not very positive and uh, used a lot of other descriptive words at that stage. Anyway, he finished, he did the work, and he, he battled really. I mean, he was, I saw this guy's in pain. The thing is, just before he came here, he actually slipped on the one roof because of the, 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 the moisture in the, in the evening, and he fell through or fell off the roof. And yeah, he was still trying to carry on. And, and when he had finished here, um, maybe I should have prayed before he started working. <laughs> but anyway, um, when, he, when he got down, I thought, okay, well, let me pray for him. And... I, I actually prayed for him, and and I and I said, "Can I pray for you?" And he's like, "Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah." And it's now at night time, and it's cold. And prayed for him. The next minute, um, 
He's, uh, I say, what now? He says, no, it's gone, totally, the pain's gone. And he got into the, the high vehicle and got in and he left. So you know what? We get breakdowns, but then we get breakthroughs and the Father is glorified. All right? So when we don't see specific healings or you might be sitting with a certain problem at the moment, you know what? Then you and I need to go into a secret place. And when you and, and take hold of God, whether it might be your finances, whatever, Lord, I need this breakthrough. I need, I'm pressing in for this, Lord. Let me experience this. Lord, I want to see this healing. I'm not seeing healing. You know, that person I prayed for died and that, but I want to press and I want to see the miracles. So when you and I, what do we need to do when we don't get the breakthroughs? Go to the secret place. Because there will come a time where in the public place, God's going to re reveal and give you the breakthrough and the solution to the problems. Alright? So, um, what do you and I need to do? We need to step into the community. Step into certain situations and start serving there. Because um, when, when we, we give advice or, or we are the solution, there's a healing or a breakthrough or whatever, God gets the glory, not us. Okay? The reason why we face... The problems is that God is calling us to the secret place to get the breakthrough. All right, we get the breakthrough even though we're going through difficult situations. All right, I, I, I just want us to quickly look at, and I'll be landing shortly. Um, in Luke chapter nine, you can have a look there um, where Jesus gives power and authority to his disciples. So um, Jesus said, "All all authority and all power." has been given to me. Alright. So if all authority and power has been given to Jesus, what does it mean? That other person running around on earth doesn't have authority. Amen? Alright. You know what I'm speaking about. <clears throat> so, if the devil does not have authority, where does he get authority from then? Alright. Remember when Jesus came? He took, he took away the authority that, that Adam had given away. He took it away... And, and the Bible says the devil is powerless. That's what the, Jesus did on the cross. He made the devil powerless. Alright. Um, how does the devil get power then? How does he get it? Well, the devil gets power from people. The devil gets power from you and me. How does he get it? He gets it when you and I agree with him about the situation. That's how he gets power. Okay, so we need to stop agreeing with him about what we see, what we experience in the storms of life. Jesus says, and he gives us command, you know, it's like, okay, this is our, the commission God gives to all of us, all his children. Go into all the world, all right? This is the great commission. And what does he do? Um, he gives us, with the commission, God also gives us authority to go. Right? He gives us authority. Um, and what happens is that Jesus, in, in, in Luke chapter 9, Jesus goes and he gives us authority and he commissions the 11 disciples. And he says, I give you all authority and I give you power. And remember this, you must understand. Um, um, let me just uh, go a bit forward. In Luke, so this, that's in Luke 9. Luke 24, Jesus says to his disciples that they need to go to Jerusalem and wait until they receive power. How does that work? They already had power and authority in Luke 9 when, they, when Jesus said, Now I give you, go heal the sick, um, I give you authority and power. But now in Luke 24, he says, Now you need to go wait for, uh, in Jerusalem for the Holy Spirit, alright? You see, the thing is, in Luke chapter 9, 
when they were given, uh, when Jesus gives authority and power, they were still functioning, right? They were still functioning from the power and the, 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 the authority because they were with Jesus. So you will see that many times the same as if you're in a, a church that's very prophetic or whatever, sometimes you'll just see things, you're very prophetic whatever because of the place you're in. Or you might be with someone and you can prophesy or you see healings and that take place very quickly and easy is because of what the other person carries or what the local church carries. Okay, And that's why they could function in Luke chapter 9 like that. Now he says, right, I'm going to the Father, the Father's going to send the Holy Spirit, but you need to go wait and receive power. You see, now they had to get that power and authority for themselves. And there's certain things that you and I need to go for. God, you know... Um, for whatever God provides for us, and He blesses us, but what you are seeking for and longing for is what you're going to go look for. Alright? You and I need to go look for that. God hides gold physically in the earth. And that's the treasure. And it has to be dug out, the earth. Because that what is precious needs to be, you need to go seek it. And this is the thing about a lot of Christians, we don't seek God, we don't hunger for Him. And, and, and this is the thing. The reward is not the gold. The reward is Him. That's why my heart was just overflowing this morning earlier. Is because it is all about the Father. It is all about Him. It's, it's, it's not the breakthrough. It's the God of the breakthrough. He, he's the only one that can fulfill. He's the only one that can give life. And, and, and I want to tell you something. Make sure you're not looking for life in your breakthrough. Look for life. In the Lord of breakthrough. Amen. Whatever you're facing right now. So the deepest things are worked into me when I pursue Him one and one. Alright, so when you pursue Him one and one, the deepest work that happens in your my life is when we pursue Him face to face. When you and I pursue Him one and one. It's easy to go with and experience the grace that's in the house. But I want to challenge each one of you. Make sure that you seek Him face to face. That you're hungry for Him. That He will be the only one satisfying you. And it's not something, the grace of the house that you're riding on. And He's actually the Lord of grace that is given to you. That you encounter Him face to face. Amen. So if you make history with God, He will make history through you. Amen. It's about the work that He's done in you. And in me, that will reveal the work through you and through me. History is what you make with Him, where no one is watching. And it's such an opportune time that we are in today, um, just Father's Day. And I just want to end off um, as well and say, may we transform cities, may we transform our situation that we're in right now, because we've actually been able to reveal the Father um, in power, miracle signs and wonders, because that's the tool to transform a city according to Matthew 11 verse 20 and 21. These cities would have repented. You see, the church sits with the answer, and um, it is demonstrated in impossibilities, and um, whatever you're facing now and the impossibility you're facing right now, um, the Father is drawing you closer. Draw close to Him and He'll draw close to you. 
and you will see something happen and transform in your own heart this morning. That you'll be encouraged. Um, your reward is, is not just a breakthrough, I promise you, because as soon as you get the breakthrough, you feel relieved. But He's the one that is still pursuing you and that we need to still pursue. So press through. He wants to give you the breakthrough that you're longing for now and revealing His heart. He wants to give you the solution that you're looking for. But make history with Him. Seek Him in the secret place. Pursue Him and love Him. So I just want to pray for you right now. So Father, I want to pray for all those busy watching. I pray for those who are far off, those who are doing different uh, in the mission field. I want to pray, Lord, for the nations of this earth. Lord, that a new revelation in this time will come forth on this earth. As that your glory will be revealed. The knowledge of the glory of the Lord will be revealed in the nations of the earth. And they will see our Heavenly Father because the church is demonstrating your, through power, through miracles, signs and wonders, that you be glorified. Holy Spirit, just come. That we would encounter you, Father, in such a special way in this day, that there will be an impartation to those that are busy listening right now, those that will receive right now, just a special awareness of the Father like never before, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen. So, God bless. We love you. We miss you. We look forward to come together as soon as the lockdown things are more uh, uh, workable for each one of us. And love you and God bless. Have an awesome Father's Day. Amen.